0: Hey Kathy, hey Stacy, are we ghing this morning? Oh yes, oh yes we are. Oh, I'm so excited. Today's episodes that we're going to review are episodes 116 to 120, and this is sort of a medium
1: spoiler week (MS) because at this point there's a couple of revelations and one I would say major revelation. But we only get maybe a 20 second clip of it. So it doesn't count (laughs) as a crazy spoiler.
0: Do you want to talk about Liesel?
1: Yeah, let's talk about about Liesel
0: a little. But we're both going to have things to say.
1: Okay, so I'll start with Liesel's story. And it really kind of runs the gamut. And she is, you know, really looking for someone to blame for Brit's death. I mean, that's exact. That's. It seems like that's what's happening on one half of her whole body is how do I get someone to pay for my daughter's death? And lo and behold, Scotty, her love, helps Liz with a deal with the PCPD. And he reveals to her in the corridor of the hospital that Liz helped Nicholas hide Esme. So Liesl comes to the conclusion That because of Liz's actions, the real hook killer was allowed to be free. And thus, Liz is the reason her daughter is dead. So she physically assaults
0: poor Liz. (laughs) It it was crazy. And it's always weird when Nina is the voice of reason. And she's like, Heather Weber is the reason your daughter is dead. And just no. Yeah, the evil doer
1: guiding the evil doer is always hysterical to me so so that's happening in Liesl's mind and it looks like for all intents and purposes Scotty made a fatal error and that's the last time he'll be smooching Liesl in the elevators so (laughs) at this point you know you can see the fury in her eyes like just flames shooting out from all of her orifices that someone Liz particular is going to pay and Scotty's going to pay as well because he aided and abetted Meanwhile, TJ, do, do, do. Hi, Liesl, come sit down. (laughs) Let's let's talk about your bone marrow. Oh, by the way, you're a match. And so that whole joyous thing is happening in the midst of all of this anger. And when she hears the news, I mean, you saw her face. She was in another plane of existence. Yes, she wasn't
0: even paying attention.
1: So it was fascinating to me. And then I think you and I were both like, is she going to say
0: no? And yeah, we were like, "Is this going to be a new revenge? If my daughter can't live, yours can't either." Yeah, exactly. And so, sure enough,
1: she's you know she comes to the conclusion this is really good, and then you see kind of like the joy between her and Nina, and of course, Nina's over the moon that Willow may in fact be saved, which is what we're all hoping for, and I really, really hope, dear
0: General Hospital writers
1: love from me (laughs) do not kill willow
0: hugs and kisses yeah please please it's too depressing right now we've got to, we've got to get some light
1: yeah so that was the Liesel story I thought it was fascinating she's such an interesting character agreed do you want to cover Ava and Austin
0: (laughs) (laughs) so Ava and Austin so Ava rushes to the hospital and tells Austin we don't have any time Liz is already at the police station like we have to go get rid of his body right now right now right now get up get up get yourself out of bed and they're like he's a doctor he can they make the worst patients he just checked out and they race over to spoon island and they're getting ready to go dispose of a body and of course dante shows up why Da-da-da. wouldn't Dante show up immediately, right? like Of course. I-, I swear people have different methods of transportation to get to an island. I mean, seriously. Doesn't the boat have to go back? Yeah, unless they need to get there fast. And if they need to get there fast, there's just no way to get to Spoon Island, apparently. <laughs> it was so bizarre. But... They search the premises and Ava is making all of these amazing facial expressions. Like I can't even like her eyes and her mouth. I was just like, they, I can't even describe it. But if you haven't watched it, please, please go watch her facial expressions. They are spectacular.
1: Her and Austin were so deliciously awkward throughout this whole thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were They're just, just standing like- there outside of the stable or whatever tack room and they're like do you have the key and she's like no when was the last time you saw nicholas Da-da-da, the 13th at <laughs> he p.m. He p.m <laughs> and <laughs> they break open the tack room and they find nicholas's watch which of course this is always a thing his watch stopped at february 13th at 8 p.m so 30 minutes after you saw him ava And everybody goes to instantly that he must have had like a go bag packed there or whatever. And Ava and Austin are, to your point, so awkward, so fun and awkward. I just thought. First, I thought, well, Austin, of course, hid Nick's body,
1: and he's going to surprise Ava, his newfound love, with, oh my gosh, I saved your butt. I hid his body. Because, so, like, I was so sure he wasn't dead, like, right after. But then they just kept talking about him being dead in the stable. Like, that was a thing. And I thought, well, you can't be in the stable for that long and alive. But, of course, this is a soap opera. So, anyways, I get ahead of myself.
0: Anyways, keep going. So, after the cops leave, she's like, Where's Nicholas? And he's like, how should I know? Didn't you take his pulse? And I'm thinking, you're a doctor, sir, and you helped move the body. Why didn't you verify? Yeah, that would
1: have been a natural thing for him to do, to verify the death.
0: And then they, you know, after they're like completely at a loss, they flip to, and Kathy called it, Mason. Mason found his body. And what I don't understand is how did Mason get... Into the tack room and lock it behind him after removing Nicholas's body. I'm just okay. saying.
1: I have a theory. Okay. I think Austin did it. I think Austin realized he was alive, called his cousin Mason, and Mason
0: took the body. Oh, my God. That's crazy pants. Well, yeah. I think Austin is crazy. Anyways. Well, that's... I was like, all right, is this like a family thing or did he somehow... He's in cahoots with Victor, but your theory holds too. I have no Mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm.
1: I think they're trying to come up with a new villain. Uh, Whoever Mason and Austin are working for, because we don't, we still don't know.
0: Yeah. And we don't have enough gang families. No, we need more. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: Do you want to talk about Eileen's haunting or the sister trouble next?
0: I don't have a preference really. They are both pretty spectacular. (laughs)
1: well let's go into eileen then because that was probably the best storyline of the week poor poor eileen laura calls her into gh so serious eileen i've been asked to identify the body because i'm civic leader and robert can't do it and i just can't i've been here for hours you have to help me eileen and eileen's like why? Like immediately suspicious. Like,
0: why would you trust I thought you me? She did with that this? really well.
1: Yeah, exactly. You don't trust me. Why would you do this? Laura wisely leaned into it and said, Yeah, you're right. I haven't trusted you. But maybe I should, especially because you might be the next mayor. And dangles a carrot of promotion in front of Eileen. And so Eileen agrees to go down and identify the body, even though A, her power is fluctuating or something like that and her heating is gone and she hasn't been sleeping because she's been having nightmares so she reveals all of that to laura
0: and clearly that's stuff that anna is doing as part of the haunting
1: yeah or felicia so she goes down to the morgue with obviously a wsa agent plant noah who attempts to shake her hand with his glove and then (laughs) (laughs) it's just a beautiful scene it was so Hi. grossed out by the whole thing. Yeah, well, it is gross to see all those instruments. Like they did this spectacularly. So then, oh. and he Laura opens... warning her about the decomp? Oh my oh, god. god! So, so he, she opens up the thing and she reveal and the guy's like, "I'm sorry, I have to go. I have
0: something I have to do." Suddenly, yeah, I'll bring you the paperwork to sign in a minute. Go ahead and take a look at the body. I had too much coffee. I got to go use the loo. So she
1: reveals dead uh Anna so so much looks like dead Anna and then she's like okay interesting and then she hears a noise and then the lights flicker and go out and then
0: I don't know (laughs) what did they do with this it was like a what a hologram or something it was a projection of some kind and I thought it was Anna with like on the on the slab so did I But we don't know that it's not Anna until later, but they did some sort of projection and I, I feel like they were, I don't know how they, mu- I don't know how they did it because when they did the reveal, Anna did not look like she had drowned in a sewer.
1: No, it was beautiful and it scared the b- living bahoosies out of Eileen. And basically Anna's ghost was saying, you have to confess either confess, confess or you're next. Yeah. Confess or join me. So Eileen finally like blurts out it was because of me I set up the drone to be there at that time that's the whole reason you were identified as Lucy's killer and it's because of me so then the lights go on you hear Anna's voice say I think we got it and then, <laughs> then Anna's dead body sits up and it's
0: <laughs> Felicia Excited, she's like ripping off this mask and then she just keeps picking off pieces the that whole conversation beautiful so disgustingly beautiful
1: awesome. the fact that the pieces kept coming off throughout that conversation was i think the best part of that whole thing <laughs> um <laughs> so gross and they get
0: her they get eileen to basically eileen starts with a low ball i'll make sure you're uh, exonerated she's like Oh, no, that's not going to do it, honey. Let me tell you what we want. Yeah. Th- she wants them
1: to help bring Victor down, which Eileen is appropriately, like, I just skeptical. of. Yeah. She's like, he will kill me. And she's like,
0: what do you think will happen when he hears this?
1: Yeah. So at the end of that piece, I, you know, Eileen's supposedly going to help them. But is she a reliable assistant? Like, I don't know. I mean, she's, there's
0: something they still haven't I I mean, said. I mean, they couldn't even get Lucy had... to do it. And Lucy yeah. was legit on their side. And yeah. he already doesn't trust Eileen because she's continually trying to get out of their arrangement.
1: Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Because now Eileen knows that Laura knows something. Anna's not dead. And she didn't even ask about Valentine. So how are they going to do this? I don't know. I'm curious. Anyways, that was Eileen Taunting. Spectacular. As Stacey Stacey uses that word and it's a really good word when it comes to this one.
0: <laughs> um to finish out the week we had some really cute stories. We're going to our last main storyline is going to be about the sisters. So cute. So Oh my gosh, I love Sam them. and Christina tell tj that he has to drive molly over for their sister brunch but really they're also it's the one year anniversary of their domestic partnership so cute and nobody wants to drink and instantly we had to watch this episode separately and instantly i was like somebody's pregnant because (laughs) sam and tj were like soda water and then she's like molly don't make me drink alone and she was like okay And I was like, Molly's pregnant. Like that's instantly where I went because it's about that time, right? For somebody to be pregnant. Well, not only that,
1: as they were walking in the door, like before they went in the door, TJ was saying, are you sure you want to come? You haven't been feeling well. And she's like, ah, it's probably just a little bug. And so then when she looked like she was going to, I was the same thing. I was like, well, one or both of them are pregnant. Wouldn't it
0: be cute? I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cute if they were both pregnant at the same time? (laughs) I get so excited. Um, so that reveal happens, like Christina finds the pregnancy test and like confronts Sam about it, but really it was Molly's. And then she's confronting Sam and then Dante walks in the door and she confronts Dante and Dante's like, <laughs> um, what's happening? Yeah. And then Molly comes down and she's like, Yeah, that's mine. I don't know. I haven't t- talked to TJ about it. We've really not talked about having kids in anything other than the super abstract. And they're like, do you want to have a baby? And she was like, I don't know. We, this is not the time. And those kinds of things.
1: Yeah. Their sister dynamic is very safe right now. They're not at odds with one another. They're trying very hard to be supportive of one another nobody's doing anything right now that the other person has a strong opinion about. And so they can collectively be a team, which I like.
0: And I think they were teasing to Christina's future romantic interest because they were like, we love you and you deserve happiness and you're going to find the right person. So I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I think, and it might be tied together, maybe based on Molly's pregnancy. Christina meets somebody. I don't know, but I think Christina's going to meet somebody, and and I'm I excited so. for that whole thing. Yeah, I hope
1: so. I hope they we see more of these three because right at the end of this, they were like, okay, nobody can tell anybody, and nobody tells mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, meanwhile, Alexis is off having her own drama. But it was just, it was. I love. I love a, a good sister dynamic and I hope they keep that in the show a little bit more. So,
0: yeah, it was fun. Ready for fashion? I am. Fashion, fashion first. first. Let's get it. What do you have? For me lately it's all about Molly. Everything Molly has worn the last t- every time she's been on the show yeah, spectacular. Beautiful. So the shirt yeah. she wore um during the sister brunch amazing Mm mm-hmm agreed
1: what did you think about alexis's long shirt
0: um i like it um i realize i'm wearing not the same kind but like that same length that tunic length shirt right now um i like it in a professional setting because you don't have to worry so much about tucking in or how tight your pants fit today yes i loved
1: that it was in a professional setting i've never seen a shirt like that in a professional setting so now I'm kind of excited to try and find one. Okay. <laughs> Search for the tunic length, Kathy. Tunic, right, length. Tunic, tunic length. Got it. Got it. I also liked Brooklyn's zebra print, cheetah, sweat, sweat shirt, whatever that was, whatever print that was.
0: It was really pretty. She looked better than normal. I, I still don't understand why they keep putting her in uh, potato sacks, but this was less <laughs> potato sacky, no shoulder pads that I could see and I agree she looked nice and her hair and makeup looked spectacular
1: and I don't know why this is all shirts but (laughs) when when Sasha took off her coat and I saw that it was kind of like a plaid print with a little bit of glitter I thought are they trying to connect her visually to Cody oh
0: that's
1: because I
0: didn't catch that at all
1: because that's not typically a shirt that Sasha would wear it was pretty but it wasn't I don't know it didn't Feel like her normal fashion, and then of course the shirt that did not work, which was Jordan's white T-shirt at the very beginning. <laughs>
0: it, it looked like um, like a workout shirt under her blazer, which don't get me wrong, we've all had to do that, but it's not our job to be on TV when we are at a wardrobe crisis. It also looked a little snug, but you know we didn't care for it. Um, no. I did not care for Maxie's hair. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Smushed down against her head with a weird headband. I did not like it. Just Mm -hmm. putting that out there. Maxie is so lovely. They keep doing weird things with her hair intermittently. Yeah, they need to let let it just be all poofy.
1: And the only other fashion note I have is I loved Eileen's coat. I love that long or broad lapel. With the tie around the waist, it just it, they do such a good job with
0: coats on the show. They do an awesome job on coats. Whoever your coat consult is, mm-hmm. keep them forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Musings. You ready? Oh, my God. I could not handle it when Diane and... Alexis. Oh, yes. Oh. Diane and Alexis, too. But also, we're getting the romance back a little. Yay. And... There was little, you know. He's like, I'm referring to it as the elevator incident, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cute. <sighs> yeah,
1: I was, was cute. I was like,
0: please, please, please. You guys are so cute. And she's like, I know you're sad about, you know, the situation with Holly not working out. And he's like, mm, But am I? <laughs> so it was just a little tease. But I hope they get back. That is the cutest, cutest. They are cutest so good, so good. Relationship tease.
1: But honestly, Diane had, for me, the best line of the whole week, which is when she's trying to talk Alexis out of calling the PCP, PCU to see if Gregory, whatever, she's going to, you know, and (laughs) Diane's like, and oh no, Alexis says, I'm action oriented. And Diane says, that's Latin for meddler.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was so, they were, they are so cute. And it wasn't in fashion, but Diane looked spectacular. Her dress on point.
1: Yeah. And her hair. Oh my gosh. I wrote even a note about her hair. Her hair is so pretty. Well, oh, cause there were so many different moments. So, so what is Gregory hiding and what is Alexis going to find out? And obviously that's why they've been having Alexis push so hard to try to get him on
0: staff. Yeah. He's, he's clearly like dying. It, something. Because he was like, like don't let time pass you by it's too short oh yeah you're right he said it to chase he said he says it to like he's just advising everybody to like take the bull by the horns oh oh god well and then he's trying to go to exam room three and then never goes there
1: yeah because he gets you know accosted by chase and then he's like i gotta go (laughs) i got medication so we just don't know. I still feel like Alexis's character journey is outside of her normal with this. But I, I you know I understand that they're trying to reveal something about Gregory, but her well, like insistence and I think, is weird. Right? I
0: mean, she has she has addiction issues. So this is her current addiction, I oh. feel like.
1: Oh, Stacy. So insightful. Jeez Louise. Okay. Um, I was in the Midwest this week. (laughs) (laughs) Deepers. 1st Okay. I think I have a note here about Dex cooking for Sunny, which was really cute. And you kind of know Dex's motives. Sunny leans into it and then promptly kicks him out of the whole Pikeman mission and i think it's because sunny's going to bring pikeman down and now he doesn't want dex associated with the mission so i'm excited to see this all just blow up in everybody's
0: faces <laughs> we always like the explosions and we're waiting for the actual explosion which i feel has to center around whatever is happening with pikeman
1: yeah because basically we don't know sunny's true motives we know Dex's true motives. We don't know how any of this is going to tie back to Michael. And how is Josh going to get in the middle of it? So they're setting this up very, very slowly, which is interesting. I do expect Brick to make an appearance next week, though.
0: <laughs> the Sasha and Brooklyn scene. Mm-hmm. I I like Maxie's meddling there. And I like that they kind of came to an understanding But of course it was heartbreaking for Brooklyn to vehemently deny her feelings about chase. And of course he's always around the corner. Whoever is being talked about is always right around the corner.
1: Yeah, that Sasha kind of telling Maxie to go so they could have a private conversation. And then Maxie kind of behind Sasha pantomiming, call me. (laughs) was very cute. And I like the fact that they keep trying to bring back that friendship between Brooklyn and Maxie, which is a really cute, uh, what do you call that when there's two people that are opposite kind of people? I don't know. But they're they're not the same kind of person and, and they're you're know, still friends Dichotomy? after the whole, I guess. But I they didn't know. talk, talk right. about um, Bailey at all.
0: No, they didn't. I'm just now seeing this note. Kathy sends me a, a picture of her notes before each call. <laughs> and her note says, sauna scene hyphen. Trouble with towels. That's what her note says. Trouble with towels. Stacey, Uh, it was so so awkward. honey. Their towels are so small.
1: Well, at one point, even Tante has to grab another towel just to put it in a strategic place. I was, like, so distracted. And I was like, wow, these towels are very low. They are going to fall off. Something is so wrong. Also, the whole sauna scenes, I get it. It's beefcake. Hey, let's just have naked men in a sauna. I get it. But their faces had no moisture on it. Their hair is perfectly <laughs> coiffed. The only sign of actual dew on their body is on their shoulders. And so, we, you know, it's it's hard. Plus, it's such an ugly sauna. It's like gross <laughs> as shit. And where are they? Why are they here?
0: Go where something is are they? I think they're at the gym. Well, it's wrong. Sunny so, has enough money to make it a nicer sauna.
1: I just – it was – It was a whole day's worth in the sauna with Dante and Chase, which normally would be like, ooh, fun. But I was worried the entire time for accidental exposures.
0: Okay. I need to talk about how big Ace is. I mean, (laughs) like, nobody's supporting his head. And his head is as big as an adult head. And his, like, when Victor was holding him, like, feet past Victor's waist. I was oh my dying. Gosh, I was. I didn't like Victor holding him. I got very upset. you like, just kept child holding down. him. It didn't go away.
1: Yeah. No. No. That was. That was really that. That's kind of a crucial setup, I think, between Laura and Victor.
0: And I did not like that Spencer was not even letting Esme name the baby. So yeah. I was a little bit happy when Diane rode in on her white horse to save the day, saying, "Oh, that's right. We're not taking the baby." That.
1: Well, we're going to find out who's hired Diane, right? Is it Esme? Yeah. Is it? Is it um,
0: Heather Weather? Heber, I don't he, know. Heather Weber? Heber, heber, the Hook. The hook. Um, I don't but, yeah. know. Interesting. Oh, it could be Maggie, too.
1: Oh, true. Oh, true. Because they introduced her character and then she just kind of disappeared. Yeah. So maybe that, she's that coming. In. wasteful. Exciting
0: okay um, those are all of my things
1: yeah i think the only other like great line was then when at the very beginning of uh monday's episode when curtis was talking to jordan and he said that trino was as hot as fish grease <laughs>
0: To be fair, he—if you missed it—he was not talking like she's hot. She's like hot mad. Just, oh, yeah. just so we yeah, yeah, understand yeah. that he's not Please saying that his potential daughter is hot. <laughs> no, no. I just, I want to clarify gross. that out of context.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was a really—I like those kind of. Oh, it feels more authentic. I don't know, and and a little bit, you know, culturally diverse, I guess, than what we normally get, which
0: is helpful. I like it. And as a total random throwaway, I saw the OG Jordan post on Instagram about her baby's one-year birthday. So cute. And I missed her so bad.
1: Oh. But,
0: yeah. She was a great Jordan. Um, I I think we're having a hard time liking the new Jordan because we loved the old Jordan so much. Mm-hmm. It, also helps that she's doing really weird shit right now and is really easy to dislike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a storyline for Jordan. Okay. Well Alright, friends. Thanks for listening. Tell Absolutely. your friends. Make a please, note. Please, please. We have some new listeners this week, so thank you, thank you. We're thank so you, grateful thank you. for you. And uh, find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.